When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are covering Happy Gilmore. Hell yeah. Yeah, the Adam Sandler classic. This I would is- say this one probably ages the best. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually not. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) this is low key not problem, like not really problematic. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I'm uh, not gonna give it a hundred percent, but like, I was like, this is this is the best one. Holds up surprisingly well. Also, the first uh, first Adam Sandler movie I ever saw. I saw it in theaters. Ah, Oh wow, aging yourself, Craig. All right, like I haven't done that. <laughs> but yeah, I remember sitting in theater. Like this was like a movie that I went to go see with like friends. You know what I mean? Like that, you know, mm. those first few movies that you see and yeah. you're like, oh, we're going to go see like a naughty movie that my parents like w- wouldn't take me to see. But we're like a whole bunch of like 12 or 13 year old boys and we're like going to go see it. Yeah. And then we're going to quote it into the ground. Oh, did we ever? Into the ground. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although this go, movie has so many home, lines that are. Why get in you- your home. <laughs> <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? I mean, that's still a... No, that line slaps. I don't oh, care. It's amazing. The nice reversal there. Yes. So good. Uh, um, love it. Yeah, some gr- grandma's got some good lines. That surprise cameo from Ben Stiller. Uncredited oh, yeah. in this movie. But what? Like, yeah, uncredited in this movie. What do you... Why? Because I don't know. I, like, it's... I don't know. It's one of those things where it's funny that Ben Stiller's in this and yes. no one knows about it. Like, <laughs> So weird. Yeah. He plays an insane... Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He plays an insane character. It's like in the Mr. Mister. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, so, lady, so funny. So anyway, guys, if you haven't seen Happy Gilmore, this Adam Sandler classic, uh, basically quick synopsis of the plot. Happy Gilmore, played by Adam Sandler, is a hockey player, right? That's how he identifies. <laughs> and, uh, you know, his parents died very young or his dad left and his mom died. And, uh, or sorry, his, his mom left and his dad died. Is what <laughs> anyway, he's got to go live with his grandma. Uh, but before he died, his dad taught him the secret of this amazing slap shot that's super, super powerful. And he's sort of raised by his grandma, who's like super cool and all the rest. Um, but his dream is that he's going to be a hockey player and he tries out every time. The only problem is, is that he can't skate uh, or handle the puck or do anything like this. He just has a super powerful slap shot and he tries out every year and he always fails and never seems to improve the basic skills that you need to be a hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> whatever. Um, so then he uh, gets a call from his grandma and he's got to run over to her house and it turns out she hasn't paid taxes in 10 years and owes the U.S. government $270,000 which in 1993 or 1995 whenever this movie came out is a huge amount of money. Over a quarter mil. Over Come on a quarter now. mil. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> she has been derelict. <laughs> uh, so they're like they're gonna the government's gonna repossess her house basically and then uh, all these repo guys are like goofing off and they find uh, Happy's grandpa's golf clubs and they're like shooting uh, they're like taking tee shots off the front lawn which is an insane thing to do period <laughs> but Happy's like come on guys get back to work I wanna I gotta go catch the uh, game and they're like alright well you think you can hit it farther than us like show us and Happy Gilmore takes the ho- the golf club like a hockey stick and does basically a slap shot with a driver and drives it like over 400 yards, which is huge. And they're like, oh my God, you should enter the Pro-Am tournament because so, you can make money, right? They need the money mm-hmm. to get the house back. So he enters... Uh, along the way meets uh, Chubbs, uh, who is um, played uh, by Carl Weathers. <laughs> of course, uh, and yes. this is insane that this is the first movie I ever saw Carl Weathers. <laughs> um, that is insane, right? man. <laughs> so like I didn't. Get, that's that's quite the segment, actually. That is right, Carl uh, Weathers. Carl Weathers, and this is the first <laughs> the movie I Carl saw. Carl Weathers. Yes. Uh, Carl Weathers Chubbs. turns out Chubbs. <laughs> that's the that's the role I associate with. You're watching with everything out. You're watching like Rocky. You're like Chubbs. Chubbs. Yeah. 
Chubbs. It's Chubbs. Arrested development. I was like, hey, that's Chubbs. That's Chubbs, man. Uh, anyway, uh, so he's uh, like a former uh, golf pro who lost his hand to a crocodile uh, in one of the, the water traps. And he sees Happy basically hustling at this like uh, driving range. He's like, I can teach you to be a good golfer. Um, anyway, Happy enters the tournament and uh, does pretty well. He wins it. Uh, and gets a chance on the pro tour. We also meet Shooter McGavin, uh, who is um, our main villain of this. He's the he's the pro on the tour, and he's lame as hell. He's always making the same jokes. Um, but it's like it's it's Shooter's turn on tour. Like he's the top money winner. He's gonna win the gold jacket um, that the the big tournament this year. Like he's due. And then when Happy gets in. Uh, he's all like, this guy's a fucking, like, Shooter's like, this guy's a fucking asshole. He's swearing. He's punching Bob Barker out on the golf club, <laughs> golf field. Like, he's a maniac. Get him off the tour. But the ratings have gone up so high that uh, we're not going to kick him off the tour because he's, like, a spectacle or whatever. People, like, we're attracting young people and new sponsors. So uh, Virginia, who is the the PR person for the tour, is basically tasked uh, with like reforming happy to make him acceptable. Um, and they fell in love, obviously. She's, you know, with zero resistance. And <laughs> <laughs> start dating. Hey, uh, will you be you good, good for three days? <laughs> Great. And we'll get into that. Done. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into that. Uh, but basically, uh, then uh, Shooter's like, well, this is fucking bullshit. You won't kick him off the tour for punching out Bob Barker. Uh, so I'm going to hire a guy to like harass you and call you a jackass on the tour. Um and it kind of phases happy. Uh, and then basically it comes to the fact that like, Shooter wants him to quit. They won't be kicked off the tour. So he buys his grandmother's house and is like, if you quit the tour, I'll give you your house back. <laughs> and Happy doesn't do that. He's like, you know what? If I beat you in the thing, I get the house. And I forget what else. Otherwise, I'll quit. And they're like, sure. So uh, ha- uh, they do the tournament. And it's like tied up. And then the guy who's a jackass, uh, uh, calling him a jackass, runs Happy down with the car so he can't hit the long ball anymore. Uh, he has to go to Carl Weathers and be like, tell me how to play my short game. He, like, does it with his, like, zen thing, go to your happy place. And uh, But basically, at the end, they've got Happy's got to make the putt in two to go to a playoff, and someone knocks the tower over in front of him. So uh, he has to like do the the mini golf thing and bounce it off of all these things and he sinks the putt and he wins and he gets the girl and they get the house back and all the rest and shooter mcgavin ends up being chased down the uh the fairway by happy's old boss uh <laughs> richard kyle who is jaws from the james bond movies so an yeah. absolute beast of a man yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and he plays uh, it well yeah um and uh that's kind of the movie and uh, all kinds of high oh Carl Weathers dies when uh, Happy <laughs> punches out the alligator and gives him his head. He falls back. You know, a normal gift. Yeah, yeah. For a normal friend. So uh, lots happens for an hour and a half movie. That, but it does. It, it moves. moves along. It it's moves. funny. Some good gags. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's, I mean, it's pretty obvious who the villain is in this. A shooter. Yeah. Shooter, shooter McGavin. McGavin. Chef's kiss on the name. What oh. a great villain name. Shooter McGavin. Yes. And play <laughs> Christopher McDonald. And you maybe don't recognize that name, but you certainly recognize oh. him. Resting asshole face. Yes, he does. He is perfect resting asshole face. Yeah. He's been an asshole in every movie he's ever been in. Always plays the villain. Always plays the villain and does a great job. Yeah, great. It's like you almost feel bad for guys like that, right? Where you're like, I'm sure you're a great person. In, ah, in real life. Maybe. And you just always end up playing the schmarmy assholes because of how you look. Sometimes, okay, this is, <laughs> sometimes I think, and I'm not saying this is the case for him. I'm just saying sometimes I think people's faces start representing who they are. Mm. You know what I mean? When I think when people start getting older, sometimes I look at somebody and I'm like, you've got like old evil money face or you've uh, got, you know what I mean? Okay, like yeah, there's yeah. certain forms of faces where I'm like, you've been frowning your whole life and okay. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Like I can't, you know what I mean? Some people just seem to like wear their anger or their, or the fact that they're upset on their face a lot. True. And then all of a sudden 
Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd extend. I I don't disagree with you. I'm not sure to extend that to actors, just because I'm like, that's the face you're born with. You know, it's not your fault that you can put on a, mm. a, a tie a sweater around no, your neck. Yeah, and, you, and I want to punch no, you. No, I the don't. Face. Yeah. <laughs> And I want to punch you in the face. Because <laughs> well, that's actually, what he's good at. That's he is good, good at. at it. And it's kind of funny because once you start dissecting what happens in this movie, you're like, oh, like, this man has been wronged. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I, I honestly, low-key, after watching this for our podcast, I was like, oh, I kind of wish we hadn't done this. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's oh, going to ruin this oh, for you? I was like, some of it I can't unsee. <laughs> like, I shouldn't yeah. have looked at this critically at all. <laughs> Yeah. So do you want to start with Shooter or do you want to start uh, with... Yeah, like, I mean, we got... Yeah, we can... We'll dip in. We'll dip out. I There's a lot that happens. And I think the thing that he is most guilty of is just being a loser. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I think he's just kind of a goober. And yeah, I think that's it. Like, I, all the rest of the stuff he does really seems, in my opinion, and in the opinion of, and the point of this podcast, is that he's just combating everything that Happy Gilmore is doing. 100%. So he's just kind of matching that energy. Yeah, yes, exactly. And and I would say there's a difference between doing something and then doing something in reaction, mm-hmm. especially when all you all your other avenues of uh recourse have been taken. Right? Mm-hmm. Like like the big thing is like okay, he he's dismissive of Happy Gilmore. He's like, "Look at this this guy. He's a fucking spectacle." You know, he's he's bad for the tour. People are just here because he swears mm-hmm. and is vulgar and loses his temper. And he's absolutely right about that. Yes, he is. Like, that's why they keep him on the tour. And then, uh, you know, everything is in response to that. He like he never goes past happy. He always is like, OK, I'm going to meet you like 80 percent of the way. Yeah, your weird ass energy. Yeah. Like when they, okay, so I'm just kind of jumping around here. But the one that really got me was when they're um, talking at the bar and Happy oh, literally yes. breaks a bottle. <laughs> He's like, it's like, um, oh, this shooter's scene. talking about like, like we're going to settle it, like kind of like on the golf course, right? Like it's on kind of thing. Yes. And Happy's response to that is breaking a bottle. And he's like, yeah, it is fucking on. I'm going to stab you in the face right now. I'm going to stab you in the face right now, which we have already previously established in this movie is the one record he is most proud about because he drops it in conversation. He's like, I'm the only one that's ever tried to stab someone with a skate. Yes. He's offering this information. Most up. penalty <laughs> minutes and yes. only guy to take off his skate and try and stab somebody. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So obviously. So he has stabbed he, people. Oh, he, yeah, he's ready to go. He's yes. feeling stabby at any moment of the day. He is a violent, <laughs> unstable man. <laughs> So funny to say that about Happy Gilmore. <laughs> he this man is, is, a, is a menace to society. And if we can, if I just, I, I love that scene because this this is basically the whole, the whole movie to me is this scene. Yes. Which is, let's let's rewind it to how it starts. So this mm-hmm. is Happy's first um, uh, time on the pro tour. So he's won the pro-am and he's here on the tour. And, um... Or is it his first win? I forget. It doesn't. Not important. But Shooter, is, they're in the bar, and Shooter goes up to him and says, "Let me buy you a drink." He opens with, "I'm buying you a drink." Hey, welcome to the tour. And uh, he basically is like, "You better like look out or whatever, because mm-hmm. like I'm gonna, I'm coming for you." Yeah. And Happy's like, uh, I, "I see what you're doing here, and I don't like it. Fuck off." Like he basically is like. He, no, he gives him some piece of advice, which is actually pretty good. Um, and then, like, Happy's like, fuck off. I know what you're doing. Okay. Now, the one thing I will say, just to be whatever, I the one thing I will say about that scene is something that does bother me sometimes is when people buy you a drink and then they think you're, like, you're locked in. Like, you, you're owed their... You owe them time. You got to sit there. I kind of love the energy of a fuck off. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I get it. But this is that's a much different... Like, this isn't like a, oh, we're at a bar. Mm. This is like a, hey, you're new to the tour. Let me buy you a drink. Yeah. We're going to... Because I, I'm, I'm going to tell you I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> yeah. But also, his he sort of... So I found the quote. And basically, what he's saying 
is he goes, you know, Happy, you got one hell of a long, long game, right? And but your short game is shit. Yep. Right. You can't putt or chip worth a damn. You can just drive the ball really, really far. And he, and he says you would make a killing at those long drive tournaments, mm -hmm. or I bet you could like make a ton of money hustling people at shooting ranges. It's a bit of a snarky thing, but it's also true. It's very correct. Because you ha are right. Happy it's has very correct. Happy <laughs> has done. Happy has shown that he just totally disrespects the game, disrespects mm -hmm. the league, and is just in it for the money to get his grandmother's house back. So he's just like, there's an easier way to do this. And then Happy goes, I see what you're doing here. Fuck off. I'm going to put my foot in your, shut your trap before I put my foot in your mouth. A hugely disproportionate response. I would say there was an escalation there. Yeah, <laughs> right? And he goes, like, like you go, here's how I would respond to that, okay. right? I would be like, you're trying to get me to quit the tournament because you see me as a threat. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm not going to do that. So back off. Yeah. You know, let's settle this on the golf course. That's how you respond to that. Not shut your mouth before I put my foot in there, smash a bottle and smash try and stab a guy. Smash you know what smash. I mean? I love also um, that, uh, what's her name? Virginia. Yes. Um, she sees that with Adam, like happy away being like, oh no, like don't do this, whatever. And then is later like, yeah, I should probably date this man. Yeah. There is no part of me that has ever seen somebody. Well, I've talked about it on this podcast. I've seen several men break bottles <laughs> on their heads, mostly, which I think really speaks to the company I keep. But um, <laughs> I have never seen ever seen a man smash a bottle and been like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Smash this puss. Like, never has that escalation happened in my mind. Yes. Oh, this is a man who knows restraint. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I would feel safe alone with this man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We got, if we have bottles around, we got a weapon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's absolutely zero resistance. Like, the whole thing is like, hey, uh, he asked her out once, right? And she's mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't date golfers. Yeah. And you're like, okay, fine. Like, yeah, you work with them or whatever. Totally understand. Mm -hmm. And then the next time he asked her out, he's like, hey, by the way, I haven't punched or sworn at anybody lately. And she's like, you're right. You've been so, so good. good. I, You deserve a date. Mommy's going to give you a treat. <laughs> <laughs> because you've made the bare minimum yeah. of how to act in polite society. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like just. <laughs> you haven't thrown a club. You haven't thrown a temper tantrum no. in your job. Congratulations. You see that three-inch curb? Do you think you can get over it? <laughs> you did? <laughs> wow. Nom, 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 nom. I'm going to eat your face. <laughs> oh, I, <can> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I guess I think in retrospect, that's how you talk to a cat. Uh, <laughs> oh, look at this goofy little guy! I'm gonna mum 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 mum. Uh, yeah, oh right, my is, god! You know, you know how women talk to men. Yum 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 yum. Just gonna uh, get that dicky. Yum 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 yum. <laughs> Which is essentially like happy. Happy takes her skating, and that's essentially what happens. She's yeah. like, 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 oh my god! Like zero obstacles to them hooking up. She, mm -hmm. Like she, zero objections for her. And I don't know about you, Rebecca, <laughs> okay. but if someone, because you know, okay, it's sort of romantic. He he bribes the guy to like turn off lights and put on the romantic music. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we're going skating. Well, it's not a terrible date, you know, but. If the person you were dating was like, my ambition, my lifelong goal is to be a hockey player. Mm -hmm. I want to be a professional hockey player to the point where you're wearing Bruins jerseys out on the golf course. And you show up and they can't fucking skate. Yeah. No. Yeah. Game over. You delusional mm. maniac. Mm. Mm. This is a good point. Yes. No, that would freak me the fuck out. If I arrived at a guy's house and he was like, yeah, like I'm going to be a chef. And then I watched him cut an onion wrong. I'd be like, I have the ick. I have it. I'm out. I can't. So I'm just picturing somebody holding a butcher, like a, a chef's knife, like a like a like they're gonna stab somebody, yeah. and just poking at an onion with it. That that's for some reason what I pictured. Because there's no real wrong way to uh, cut an onion except for that. 
Uh, yeah, there, if yeah, every no, there piece is. is of a different size. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, we've yeah. we've gone wrong. Yeah, <laughs> but in any case, if you're hang, and I don't fault you if you're a bad skater, and I don't fault you if you're a bad cook, but if you're no. hanging your identity yeah, on that, yeah, yeah, yeah. like this is mm. my goal. And um, if we can just quickly go into Happy Gilmore here, okay, yeah. which is he tries out for hockey at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and then isn't picked. So he jerseys a guy, <laughs> jerseys the coach, starts beating him up. I was like, okay, so violence is your thing. And then when we see him later at the driving range, um, Chubbs is trying to be like, you got a talent. Like, you need, to, you need to work on this. Happy goes into the batting cages and has balls thrown at him, uh, hitting him in the head, being like, it's 364 days until uh, the, next the next tryouts. I need to toughen up. And you go, that's not the skill that you need to work on, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you can't skate. Mm. You need to learn to skate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Chubbs is a terrible coach. I would say so. Yeah. We get introduced to him. By him sitting there, like, basically, I don't know, like, reading the news or a magazine or something. Yeah, Golf Digest or whatever. Not watching at all the woman that's clearly paying him to help her. (laughs) Yes. She's doing horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not good at your job. If you (laughs) need to have somebody already be talented... Uh, excellent point. Yeah. <laughs> I can I only coach you if you have undeniable raw talent. <laughs> That's what I'm good at. <laughs> what I'm my major skill is taking credit for other people's accomplishments. I like to swoop in at the last minute. Yeah, and just yeah, yeah, yeah. Teach him a couple skills. I'm out. Yes. And speaking of, nobody ever teaches Happy the skills that you actually need to be successful at golf. This movie never actually acknowledges what it takes to be good at golf. Because, like, the thing is, you can't, it's not just, golf isn't just about hitting it mm. far. It's about hitting it accurately. accurately. Yeah. yeah. It's like, in fact, the people who hit it the furthest need to be the best because the further you shoot something from a given point, if you're off by five degrees from where you targeted it, mm-hmm. over 400 yards, that becomes whatever. Yeah, way the, bigger way than way if bigger, it's like right? two or way, yeah. Exactly. So it's like, oh, you, if, in order to p- hit it a long way, you need to be so fucking accurate, which is the skill of golf and consistent too. Like if you can hit it 400 yards one time and 250 the other, you also fuck up, right? And nobody is ever like, you need to work on consistency, Happy. Because obviously that's not a really fun thing to see people work on in a movie. No, and I would argue he's already pretty accurate. (laughs) He is, he (laughs) is. From the front, like from the first scene where he really starts ripping them, uh, he hits, he knocks out two people and breaks a window in the same vicinity. That's pretty accurate. It's like, oh my God, you hit that guy. Well, he shouldn't have been standing there, which is like he's on his own Uh, front porch. So funny. Yeah. 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 And I just want to say this uh, point blank the villainy, the absolute villainy of those moving men and Happy Gilmore to be taking drives off of your front lawn into a residential neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Why don't we just practice archery in our backyard? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) What are we doing? I think archery in your backyard is safer Safer. than this. (laughs) You can, a a 400-yard drive, Mm. a, 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 I was going to say a baseball, a golf ball traveling that fast can absolutely kill somebody if it hits you in your head. Oh, I didn't even think. Well, obviously, yeah, I'm not thinking a, about that. I'm like, it's a comedy. Like it's a, a comedy. No one's uh, going to get a, hurt. Uh, air conditioner falls on a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Mister, <laughs> that Mister. would also kill you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, you're right. It's a comedy. Comedy yeah. rules. I Yes, I would argue comedy violence rules in this movie. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I mean, there's a couple other things. Going back to Shooter for a minute, there are a yeah. couple other things that like co- he comes across as an asshole on. Right, we're so like we see him and he fires his uh, caddy for recommending mm-hmm. the wrong club. He's like five iron, you're fired. Okay, I'm sorry, that's the caddy's job. <laughs> 
that is the caddy's job. Like it, he, they're not just a person who uh, hands you your golf club. Yeah. They they are responsible for knowing the distances from every point on the golf course. Mm. And they were like, and knowing how you hit the club and all the rest. Like that's what a caddy does. And if you're shit at it, you absolutely should get fired because caddies take like a percentage of winnings. Oh, they're I didn't like, know that. They're like a team. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so like guys have cat, like oh. they're caddies for life sometimes because they're like, this is my guy. Like he understands how I play. He understands how I hit. He understands my strategy, right? Like, oh if, you, my God. if you watch golf, it's like they're sitting around and they're talking to their caddies quite a bit and they're huh. like, okay, if you hit this, you can carry the water hazard or whatever, but you're like, you'll do this. Like it's a caddy is a really important job on the professional tour. There is a version of it where they're just carrying your clubs around uh, and they're like kids in golf carts or whatever. But like, yeah, yeah they're like the, prof- they're like kind of like an, uh, they're kind of like the coach of, uh, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really important job. Huh? Yeah. So him firing him is like that. Well, first of all, that's not the first transgression. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. no, this is a business relationship mm-hmm. and a personal relationship, I and mean, it's not working out. Fine. Oh, I'm about to make a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes, and I need you to be on the same page. That as me. makes sense. Okay, I would love to jump over to um, him, hi- basically hiring a guy to heckle Happy. Joe okay. Flaherty. Yeah. So <laughs> here, jackass, jackass. <laughs> Here's my defense, because I think this is this is no problem to defend. Okay. Yeah. I don't think there's any problem. Uh, mostly because literally every single one of the attendees that are there for Happy have been nonstop heckling Shooter. Yes. All he is doing is trying to level this out a little bit. He has already mentioned he has gotten mooned. Okay, people yell at him. They tell him that he's not going to get it or that, you know, it's Happy's tournament or whatever. He said there's people having sex in the bushes. Sex in the bushes, (laughs) like stuff like that where I'm like, okay, this this is a fire with fire situation. Okay, and a pretty, like, I'm like, that's, I honestly, I fully support this. Secondarily, when he comes back with the car... I don't, he never, we never see him ask for a car. We never see, and we know that this man's unhinged. Yes. Okay. Like he thinks that Shooter is like his very best friend. We're going to go hang out after. We're going to hang out. Like he's like obsessive about him. Um, Really, really likes him. Wants to be his best friend. Wants to go above and beyond. And what would a crazy person think above and beyond is? (laughs) I'll hit Happy Gilmore with my car. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's probably. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say for the purposes of this podcast <laughs> that Shooter never asked for any of this. No, that I don't he just think so wanted either. him to show up and do the same thing he did last time, which worked very well, which is just heckle him. Yes, and I fully support that because he is getting constantly heckled. He's being constantly heckled, and the league uh, or the tour has decided not to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. He goes to them and he goes, "Listen." This is the behavior that's happening here. And golf is a very prissy sport. Like, you know, they've got the quiet side. Oh, it's elitist bullshit. Yeah. I don't think golf courses should exist. Anyway, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew we were going to get into that for sure. But, like, uh, in this sense, them. it's like there is rules, yes. right? Yes, Where it's yes, like yes. you need to be quiet. You decorum, have to have decorum. If we could. Exactly. And, and uh, they've refused to do anything about it because mm-hmm. they're like, well, we like the money and the attention. Yeah. And they go, okay. Oh, so there's two sets of rules. And I think actually Shooter McGavin is, in this movie, is a very interesting uh, example of the moral code that I live by, uh, which is uh, what, it's like, if everybody acted as you did, would that be a world that you wanted to live in? Ooh. Right? And uh, I think he's sort of, sorry, the negative version of that, which is Mm. um, if you're allowed to do this, then I'm allowed to do this. You know, I am going to show you that if everybody on this tour acted Acts like way, Happy yeah. Gilmore, it doesn't work. Right? Very, that's valid. Yeah. That's very valid. Like, yeah. if you want people having sex in the bushes and mooning me, yeah. well, then there's someone who's going to be calling Happy Gilmore a jackass. And all of a sudden, the game is deteriorating into something else. Ab- absolutely. You know? You know what? I agree with that 100%. Yeah. That's so interesting. 
I never do that on a large scale. I always just do that on personal basis. Well, oh, where I'll like, want, like, like it, when I'm in a relationship, like say I'm in a relationship or like whatever, I'm seeing somebody and um, I'm about to do something, but there's a part of me that goes, ooh, <laughs> what's what's that? <laughs> oh, so you're like, sort of I'm saying like, that's like a if, bad thing. I was like, if so I always this, go. How would I feel? Exactly. Yes. Always. Yes. I'm always, 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 always like friends, family, whatever, whatever, whatever dilemma I'm having. I always go, okay, if somebody did that to me, how do I feel? Yeah, exactly. Immediately, oh, I mean, constantly. That's the golden rule, Just right? Just constant. Like, yeah. And I would call mine the, um, I know there's like a real Greek philosopher <laughs> term for it. Okay. I can't seem to find it. But I call it the carpool philosophy. The carpool lane philosophy, right? Okay. Which is if you're sitting there and, you know, you're stuck in traffic and mm. there's the open carpool lane next to you. We've talked about this, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. and you see people rushing by with like one person in there and you go, I could do that too. But if everybody did what I did that, then the carpooling doesn't work at all for anybody. So it is my moral obligation to stay in this lane, and that's why I hate people who jump in when they don't have more than one person in the car, right? It's like... I have had this conversation. We ha- yeah, <laughs> Where I'm like, it's, it's just, it's anarchy. If we all do it, we exactly, can't all do it. Exactly, So it's like, yeah, I've definitely had this argument with like ex-partners and stuff like that about either like me being too nice or never, you know what I mean? Just never inserting myself or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but if we're all doing that, then this is a horrible place. <laughs> right, and, and unfortunately, <laughs> the reality of that is, is that some people see that opportunity and they go, mm. well, hop in the carpool lane because no one else is, yeah. and it saves me 15 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. And they get the benefit at the expense of all of us. And, mm. you know, it's kind of like this shitty thing where it, it wears on you after a while, where yeah. you're like, I'm the one who has to make the sacrifice or do the right thing so that other people can get ahead. And you're like, I don't. Do you know where my moral middle is? Is uh, somebody else is driving and they do it. Yeah. <laughs> I am benefiting and I am not saying shit to you. <laughs> but you know what the difference there is, Rebecca? What's that? If someone else is driving, there's two people in the car and you can use the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not driving. Do whatever you want. You're very valid. I need six more coffees. I need six more coffees. But I get your, I get yeah. your point there. I get like, like yeah, if you somebody benefit. else, like yes. it, this is a terrible example. <laughs> It's literally the carpool. <laughs> yeah, the metaphor breaks metaphor, down. Metaphor, yes. But I understand. Where you know what like, I'm saying? Yes. Where like I have been in association with people that I'm like, I wouldn't do this, but you're doing it. Right. So, like if if someone was like, <laughs> if someone scanned uh, bananas for can or like for mm. you know something expensive at the grocery store brought it home and you'd be like, well, I'm still It's like the friend's cheesecake. (laughs) If I go over to your house and you tell me that you've stolen this cheesecake from your friends or from like your neighbor's porch or something, and you're like, ah, they delivered it to the wrong spot. I took it. I'm going to eat it. I'm like, (laughs) slice me off a piece. (laughs) (laughs) I will be complicit. (laughs) You already took it. (laughs) No, and I agree. I think I probably am the same way. I have been that way before, but it's, I don't know. It's like, so Shooter in any way is an example of this. He's like, let me show you what happens to this microcosm Mm. when all this happens. The other thing I I will wholeheartedly defend him at is there is nothing more annoying or more um, infuriating than when you're doing a thing professionally or seriously and somebody comes along who doesn't, doesn't respect doesn't respect it. Yes. You know, like they go, like happy is even like, well, I don't play fucking sissy golf or whatever he Mm -hmm. calls it. Like, and it's like, if I showed up dressed like that in like, and golf attire, traditional golf attire is really stupid. It's ridiculous. But (laughs) it's, it's also like, so is a hockey Jersey. If you think about it. Oh, it's an oversized shirt. that Every photo I've ever seen of Adam Sandler. I'm like, you look comfy and ridiculous. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. (laughs) So it's like, so anything is ridiculous, but like you kind of have to go along with like, this is the uniform of what people wear. Right. The old nobody wears this anymore, but the old Tammy hat, you know, with the puff Mm -hmm. on top and the, uh, you know, or like the the half uh, pants tucked up with the socks. Like nobody does that anymore. But that's like the tradition. And to like disrespect it like that Mm. is is I don't know. It's infuriating, you know. Yes. Okay. So uh, the other part I really, 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 really want to talk about, because it was the one scene where I was like, no. 
<laughs> so mad is um when shooter buys the house and is like drop out of the tournament and i will give you this house because that he knows was, that's the only thing that he wants that was your whole goal <laughs> the whole goal of the movie was for you to get this house okay yeah now you're even sitting in a much much prettier position because you get this house and you get to keep the two hundred and seventy thousand dollars that you've already saved. Yeah, maybe so you can buy what? back some of her furniture that was repossessed. Or I don't know, pay your taxes in the future years. <laughs> Put it in a bank. Go, hey, taxes are coming around again. Hire a skating coach. <laughs> Hire a skating <laughs> your coach. Dream. Yeah. So I'm like, this is literally. Because all he's saying is not forever. He's saying this tournament, this is my tournament. I want to win it. I don't want you here. You're you're tarnishing my my whole thing right now. Okay. I just don't want you here. I don't want you around. Please. This is all you wanted. Take this house. And leave me alone. Leave me alone. Come back next year. Come yeah. back next year. Yeah. You know what your grandmother would like? For you to be happy. For you to try. For you to... This I'll throw you in an ocean. This <laughs> bugged me so much. This scene where... where so this is... Uh, so bad. Uh, Virginia yeah. is talking happy. And she goes, what would your grandmother want? Would she want you to be happy? Or she, would she want you to get the house... Would she be happier if she had the house? Or if her grandson succeeded? And Happy's like, you know, you're right. But you know what? There's a real way, easy way to answer that question. Talk to your grandmother who's literally there. She's, she's five steps not, away. She has not passed away. <laughs> You're talking about her if she's gone. She arrived with you at this She's scene. right there. She's <laughs> like, hey, grandma, what would you prefer, a successful grandson or the house? Kind of would like the house back, yeah. Happy. Not going to lie. Yes. Achieve <laughs> your, your dreams tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Next week, try and achieve Come your dreams. Come back to the tournament. You know what? And you know and how you know much ass he would kick? In the league next year, not the league. I keep calling the league. It's the, tour. <laughs> the league, the tour. All yeah. sports are the same. It's fine. Um, There's no way you could say anything dumber than what I said earlier. So continue. <laughs> okay, I've already, what, I've already, yeah, thing? I've made the benchmark of this episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. So don't worry about. It. No, we, uh, <laughs> you I'm just keep coming. I'm going to defend that because we were talking metaphors, yes. and it just the metaphor just broke down. Off. The metaphor broke down at a certain point. I'm just the saying, I've won that, today. Yeah, <laughs> a carpool lane is not a thing that you can benefit from no. it anyway. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yes, absolutely. And like, oh my God. Uh, another violent and stupid thing uh, he do uh, Happy does is he uh, jumps in that uh, pond and beats an alligator to death and then essentially kills Chubb, uh, a league legend, league legend, a tour legend, yeah. um, by scaring him half to death and making him fall out a window. I'm going to say that's maybe his fault. Oh, I think at minimum, not a gift you should give. <laughs> I think, I think at minimum, don't don't give that gift. <laughs> no, maybe a card. Be like, P.S. Th thank you for teaching me how to putt. P.S. I killed the crocodile that ate your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like a photo of you with it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I I. It's such a weird. It made me. <laughs> It is insane. It makes me laugh really hard every time. <laughs> because the the scene of him fighting the what is it? Uh, the crocodile. crocodile I, I fucking laugh so hard every time. I'm like, this yeah, that's so extra. It's oh, yeah, perfection. And, and it's just like clearly a dummy that's like floating in the thing and it's Adam Sandler just like wrestling just, with it and rolling it around. You're like, oh, this is this yeah, is pretty great. Love it. No notes. Um yeah. Uh, his fight with Bob Barker too is the price legend. is wrong. Bitch. The price is wrong. Bitch. It's such <laughs> like and just Bob Barker squaring up. He's and got just... good stance. Okay, either those are. <laughs> <He's> got... <laughs> I'm like I'm like I would keep that guard maybe a little close to my face, but honestly, you've got a good form for man. a game show host. <laughs> He's snapping off. <laughs> I I truly believe that I don't want to fuck with Bob Barker. I. This yes, that scene absolutely made me believe that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you are an old man, um, but uh, oh man, in your heyday, I bet you Bob Barker could throw down. And you also know that 
if you've ever seen The Price is Right with Bob Barker when someone's <laughs> doing... Being silly? Being silly or not paying attention to the game. No nonsense, but that oh, Bob Barker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he literally ends every episode with like, you know what? You should... Just cut a couple of balls off. <laughs> like that's how he ends every episode of television. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't fuck with that guy. <laughs> I would not I wouldn't fuck with him. <laughs> it's the afternoon, Craig. Yeah. And that's why he had that long microphone. We're like, is anyone gonna tell Bob that he looks ridiculous with that microphone? And everyone's like, No, no, I'm not gonna tell him. <laughs> he likes it, you let him have it. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that Happy Gilmore loses that fight. Like, oh, it's he so has much, to. Yes, of it's course. It's so much funnier. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That Bob Barker Worker kicks the living shit out of yeah. him. Of course. Oh, what one of the greatest fights? He also needs fights. it. I mean, he has fought everyone he's come into contact with. Yeah. Almost, he fights the tax man. He fights like <laughs> he just kind of like jerseys whoever and, and fights and yeah. goes for it. <laughs> it's like you know what's an essential part of hockey: the yeah. fighting. And like most people are like. Yeah, <laughs> you know we don't we don't want it all fighting. I'm gonna say the Bob Barker Happy Gilmore fight is uh, one of the best fights of any movie that Carl Weathers is in. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> I'm just gonna make a, a sweeping just, statement. Just sweeping statement. statement. Yeah. <laughs> Come I, at us! I've, I've seen the Rocky movies. I'm, I'm lying. <laughs> That's so funny. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, uh, yes. And um, another point against Happy, too, is he is absolutely cheating on the, uh, on the game. So there Ooh. is a point where his caddy, who, again, they work as a team, like, Happy is responsible for his caddy, who is just a, an unhoused man who he hires off the street to be like, cause I need a caddy. Yep. Um, great. Honestly, valid solution. Valid solution. <laughs> to that problem. Yes. Absolutely. You're, you're given jobs, all the rest. And the guy he's playing in the tournament puts down the quarter to mark his ball. As you, as you do, that is a standard. I think they do have designated things in the official PGA tour, yeah. but that doesn't matter. You just have to mark your ball and move it out of the way. So the mm -hmm. other person can putt. And then, Happy's caddy just goes and picks up that coin. That's absolutely cheating. That I is that. absolutely cheating. I love it because it's it never comes up as being a problem. Yes. It's like there was a scene cut or something, and they were like, you know what? It's probably funnier if this is just never addressed. Yes. And I was like, absolutely. Well, and then Let's later they have them putting down like little Breton crackers or yeah. whatever, like little <laughs> he's eating them as they go. And the other thing they do is uh his uh like former boss, Jaws, mm. takes uh, Shooter McGavin's club and breaks it. I was like, that is absolutely interfering with players. You know what I mean? Oh yes. Like you're you're breaking equipment because they are like, please be quiet while mm -hmm. I'm, please be quiet while I'm trying to drive or play my sport. Like, fuck off. And he's like, I'll take your clubs and bend them in half with my hands. Like that's first of all, that's like intimidation, right? Like I'm gonna yeah. kill you if you beat Happy Gilmore. Totally cheating. I also think um, even from first real introduction, when uh, Happy goes up to, he, he comes up to that group of golfers, right? With uh, Shooter and like all the men who have previously won, right? Yeah. And I think it's supposed to be played like, oh, he like genuinely, I was like, that's the caddiest shit to walk up to a group and be like, oh, where's your jacket? <laughs> Ooh, that's frosty, man. That's a that's a dunk. Yeah, that's a dunk. That means you're coming in guns a blazing. Like you haven't zero even, tax. No, no, no. You've not even given us the opportunity to be friends. You have decided that you do not like me, and yep. here we go. Here we go. Okay. the The table's been set. I'm gonna fight you. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm gonna come in, be rude. Not. Hey, guys. So glad to be on the tour. So appreciate yeah. it. Oh my God. You're all legends. It's mm -hmm. great. It's just a privilege to play with you. Shooter, this is your year, man. You're due. You know, um, maybe it's gonna be me someday. Like I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it my best. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give you a run for your money, man. But we'll solve. Like, there's so many nice versions of that. And then the response is Shooter, basically does the uh, tamest hazing I have ever seen. That's in right. A movie yes. Where he goes like, you know what? 
new guys new to the tour. We have a, a little mm. ceremony to welcome you. Meet us on the ninth hole at nine o'clock. Dress up, and then the sprinklers turn on, and Happy is like, "Well, I'm gonna go beat him up," and he mm. would have if uh, Virginia, she, Virginia hadn't, hadn't like stepped in. And she also establishes that um, that uh, this is something they've done before. Yes. This is like a standard hazing thing. She's like, oh, the old classic. The old classic. The old welcome, classic. Welcome to the welcome tour. Welcome to the tour. Everybody's dead. So this isn't like a, this isn't a him specific thing. No, it's this actually quite a, nice that, hey, you're included now. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're a part of the, not that hazing's same. nice. That's not what I'm going to say. But it, it, as far as hazing goes, this is the most baby soft, light, ooh, you're, Look who's wet. I know. Like, <laughs> like don't go around throwing yeah. water on random yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I keep coming back to getting somebody wet is not like a bad, like it's, it's not it's, a bad thing. It's, eh, Craig? it's, it's so, re- <laughs> it's, Craig. <laughs> getting, getting people wet, getting people wet out in these streets. <laughs> Sorry. I got nothing. I got nothing. I was just going to be like, make it. <laughs> Just dousing somebody with water <laughs> is not like a it, it, it's the mildest thing you will dry is my yes. point clothes will dry mm. like it's very hard to ruin anything with water other than like a phone or whatever but yeah. this is the 90s no one mm-hmm. had electronics on them like it's 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 such a mild it's like it's like a water balloon getting thrown you go like I don't want to be wet right now but yeah. this problem will solve itself with a little bit of eventually heat and time, yes you know yes 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 it's not like throwing paint on somebody it's not like you know throwing glitter at somebody it's not it's not like jerseying every person you meet <laughs> <laughs> yes it's so mild <laughs> like if if that happened to me if that hazing mm-hmm. went to me I'd be like oh you got me and I would go home and change like that would be yeah like, I think yeah, I think the thing that uh, Shooter's most guilty of is just being kind of a loser. Yeah, he tells, he tells that the same, same Hasselhoff jokes. joke all the time. He's like, he's just kind of like all of his interviews are lame or whatever. But like, I also this is gonna I, I don't know. Uh, I also understand the feeling of this is my year because it's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I> was- <laughs> I wish I could say anything other yeah. than yes, but yeah. yes. Yeah. I've, yeah, this it's, is it. The stars are aligning for me this year. It's just I've had I've had experiences with this in my own career where I'm like, oh, I know I'm getting this thing. Like I just know I'm getting it. Everything has aligned up until this point. Like it is yeah. it's on. The people who were sort of gonna get this before me have already mm-hmm. gotten it. You know, like I'm kinda you know, next in line isn't a great way to put it, but, no, you, but it's you feel you like feel, you're like yeah. I'm I'm skilled and experienced and prepared enough and the stage is set for me to this for, for me to have. So I right get now. that. I really do get that feeling. Yeah. Um. In the same sense of like, sometimes I have had that feeling before, not gotten the thing, and been like, "What rats, rats?" You know what I mean? Like that just yeah. that sucks and whatever. And you know, there's no reason to be mad at the people that did get it because that it has nothing to do with them, really. And nothing to do with you. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. 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 It's all. It's all whatever. Yeah. Um. But I've definitely had it where there are people that remind me of this weird dynamic one time i was uh one year i went to uh just for laughs right like you know what i mean that's kind of like the canadian like hey have you done just for laughs whatever yeah we have both done this okay um and i had gone and like literally a couple weeks after that i was talking to this comic who's been doing comedy for like much longer than i have or whatever and he's talking to me about it and i could tell he's upset (laughs) that i've done it and i'm like that's so like it's fine to feel that way, but I'm always like, when somebody doesn't do it in private, I'm like, you're telling on yourself right now. Like, don't do this. This is so embarrassing, right? And then he says to me, he's like, yeah, I've decided I'm going this year. And I was like, yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah, Yeah, we decide. (laughs) We've decided and whatever. And that's fine. And did that person go? No. (laughs) But I I don't know. I, I get, I very much get the feeling of it being your year and it being extra bad when the person that it might be doesn't give a fuck about what they're doing. Oh, yeah, that's it's such a kick in the teeth where you're like, I've worked so hard at this. And then 
for someone to like be making fun of how people dress or like I wouldn't be caught dead doing this or yeah. whatever. And then succeeding anyway. And you go like, okay, well then what was all my what what about the people who do take this seriously? Mm-hmm. You know? It's so I I don't know. <laughs> well, and like I've had that too. Like this is another weird example, but like back when like the Toronto stand-up mm-hmm. community Facebook page was still up and running, right? T suck. T suck. Wow, uh, what a dumpster fire. Yeah, it was absolutely awful. But there was like sometimes where people yeah. were posting about things that like they were genuinely curious about or how mm. to become better comics or whatever, asking for, you know, young comics asking for older comics yeah. for advice and that sort of thing. And there were people who were on there who would just like respond sarcastically or with joke things. Mm-hmm. And like you could tell that their attitude was like, this is stupid that people are on here trying to like ask for advice like it was like a very then much, what is it for then what is it for <laughs> what is and, it for? And, and you can think this is stupid but then don't comment on this post yes you know don't don't try and be the center of attention and and be like look at how stupid everybody else is for like talking about this or caring about this i was like there's nothing there is nothing stupid about caring about something no and any time I've ever read something and thought that's stupid, don't I engage. just keep going. Don't just, engage. Like well, someone time to else, read something else. Someone else might get something out of that. You yeah. know, like don't. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Do, I. I mm, yeah. He just clearly doesn't give a fuck. In my opinion, it's uh, now that I don't know. Now that I've watched it in this way, Happy Gilmore's character reminds me so much of um, Anne Hathaway's character in Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Just the absolute, just coming in with disrespect. I'm better than this. Okay. I shouldn't be here, but I am. It's beneath me, but what am I going to do? And it's like, it is not anybody's fault that they are passionate and love their job. <laughs> it's <laughs> that you don't need to be here. Okay. You don't need to shit on it. Like we really, really like what we do here. Yeah. And we take it seriously. And we take it seriously. And, and this idea of like, I'm not a, I'm not a golfer. I'm a hockey player. I'm not a golfer. I'm a hockey player. Then get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Absolutely. It's, it is absolutely insane doing this podcast, making connections between movies. <laughs> Cause like you're like this movie, like Happy Gilmore is a lot like, like the Devil, Devil Wears, Wears Prada. Prada, and I'm like, all right. And then as we were watching this, I was also like, oh man, we picked two very similar movies back to back in Kung Fu Panda and Happy Gilmore because they're both about like somebody totally unskilled coming in and usurping somebody else. I was like, in what other universe? <laughs> Could we draw a line from the Devil Wears Prada to Happy Gilmore to Kung Fu Panda? I was like, that's what I love. That's what I love about doing this. That or we're losing our minds. We are losing our minds, quite possibly. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we are. (laughs) Do you have anything else? No, I think I'm I'm just gonna maybe say that Ben Stiller's orderly character is completely indefensible. He's basically running a sweatshop. But it's so funny where he's just like leaning out the window, like telling the grandma to be quiet. Like it's I know elder abuse isn't funny, but like the way that they portray the over the top. This is unacceptable. Yeah, his two faces. He plays it very well. Yeah, yeah. I think we're not we're not here to defend. No, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah, that guy. But yeah. Shooter McGavin, it was his year. He should have. It had was it. his year. God damn it! He worked hard. Yeah, and you're right. The the worst thing against him is he's a yeah. bit of a wiener. He is a wiener. He does steal the jacket at the end, but which he's I been don't push too far. I, I I don't condone it, but I also like I'm like yeah. I get it. <laughs> I'll steal your laurels. Yeah, that is the one moment where I'm like yeah, give him a bit of a beat down maybe. <laughs> <laughs> by Jaws. I love seeing it. Just, he's, he's so the biggest, funny. He's the biggest guy. He is. Him having a nail sticking out of his head was really, I'm sorry. It was just very funny to me. <laughs> I also love how he talks in this movie where he's like, I think you will find that uh, uh, that Happy Gilmore accomplished such a feat not more than an hour ago. <laughs> and you're like, the eloquence yes, of this. he's so funny. He's perfect. <laughs> oh, rest uh, in peace, Richard Kyle. You're the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, type for our uh, uh, rankings of how mm-hmm. good the villain is. What do you got, Rebecca? Okay, I've got the <laughs> I've got the things that should go home scale. <laughs> go to your home. Go to your home. Uh, the things that should go home scale. So for uh, Shooter McGavin, from uh, garbage around a garbage can to uh, your drunk uncle hitting on an 18-year-old. 
Uh, yeah, that's that's an individual that should go home. Uh, I am going to give Shooter a, a knife in with the spoons. <laughs> okay. You're a little too sharp. You should probably calm down, but we just got to move you to your right spot. <laughs> minor problem. Minor yeah, problem. Minor, minor problem. Love it. Yeah, I like that. What uh, do you got? No, that bugs me so much when they're in the wrong tray. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I've got the uh, sports scale. So from hockey to golf, which seem to be the two extremes here, uh, I'm going to give Shooter McGavin a women's field hockey team uh, because they're playing a little dirty. <laughs> But uh, everyone knows what they signed up for. You yeah, know, that's we're right. We're all playing the same game here. It wouldn't surprise you at all that I've played a bit of field hockey. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I probably already knew that in the back yeah. of my head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can be real rough, right? They're throwing some elbows. It can be a little rough. I should say so. <laughs> I should say so, Craig. <laughs> They're fucking what? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 no, uh, teenage girls can be quite aggressive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we got that there. Uh, but guys, uh, we're going to get to our heroes and villains of the week in a second. But first, a couple ways that you can support the podcast. So first of all, if you have a couple bucks to throw the podcast, if you want to support us financially, oh my God, we would appreciate that so much. Uh, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash the villain was right. Um, this is uh, a monthly subscription service where you can support the artists uh, that you like, and hopefully that's us. And in exchange, you get some amazing benefits. So um, you can vote on audience choice episodes. Uh, so uh, decide what we do every month. You get early access to episodes uh, two days early. And you also get ad-free episodes. And at our very top tier, you get two, not one, but two bonus episodes every month. Um, so I think we're into April right now, which means that uh, my pick for the month is going to be RRR, uh, <laughs> which if you so have not good. seen, uh, it's going to be a fun one. We're going to talk about it. Rebecca's going to have one uh, later in the month, too, <laughs> plus our whole back catalog of over 90 bonus episodes at this point. So check that out. And if you want to get in touch with us. As always, you can follow us at VWR Podcast. Villain was or sorry, on Twitter. Villain was right on Facebook. Villain was right at gmail.com if you would like. Or, yeah, yes. I'm melting down right now. I've never. I'm sorry. Okay. And uh, we got TikTok. TikTok. We're we got on TikTok. We're, We're on, on TikTok. TikTok. I know about that. I, Instagram as well. Instagram as well. There we go. Hey, guys, if you want to see warning, you're going to see these domes, though. All right. You're going to see these faces, these heads. OK, some people are like, I don't I don't want to know what you two look like. And I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's fair. You do whatever the we fuck you want. We are disembodied voices and that is OK. Yes, we are voices in your head. That's fine. Um, and uh, yeah. And that's it. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. Uh, this week, my uh, my my villain is me, and my hero is you. Should just say no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's just like I have uh, I have a uh, no problem. So like I can't. I as soon as somebody invites me to something to do something, it's it's really 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 hard for me to say no. And last weekend, I had. Just one of the crazy, I don't know. I had just had the, the craziest weekend of my whole life. And I, I think it took me all week to recover. Right. Um, because, so Friday I get a call. I'm going to kickboxing. I get a call being like, uh, somebody dropped out of a gig. I need you in a car in one hour. And I was like, can we make it an hour and a half? And she was like, yeah, no problem, right? So I'm like, okay, great, no problem. I literally Uber home, okay, because I got it. I'm getting picked up in my house. I've got to like quickly just rinse myself off, get ready for the car, whatever. I get a text being like, okay, remember to pack your sleeping bag. And I was like, what? <laughs> and we're like, she's like 10 minutes from my house. So I'm like, fucking Christ. I didn't realize I was staying over there. And now, mind you, this is kind of my fault because I've done this gig before. And most of the time you do stay over, depending on where it is. Um, and I'm like, shit, right? So I'm like swearing. I'm just swearing up a storm in my own house, right? I'm like my roommate. I'm like, snacks. I need snacks. And she's like <laughs> packing me snacks. I'm like grabbing a sleeping bag. I, I don't know what I've packed. Okay, that's how yeah. fast I have to pack. I'm just throwing things in a bag, right? Um, so I go, I do this gig. It's actually a great gig, okay? It's for all women. It's on a campground. You judge a lip sync battle afterwards. Oh, great. Right. Um, I got to see some, you know what I mean? It's on a campground. I sat by a fire. It was so funny. <laughs> I So uh, my roommate had packed me all these snacks. I was standing by this fire, right? There's It's just me, the two comics, and like a bunch of women I've never met, right? But everybody's super nice, lovely, whatever. 
and I pull out of my pocket. Uh, they brought back Dunkaroos. Oh, <laughs> and I'm so excited. Anyway, they brought back Dunkaroos. So I'm sitting there by this fire eating Dunkaroos, and this woman looks across at me. And she's like, "Excuse me, <laughs> are you fucking eating Dunkaroos right now?" And I was like, "You bet your sweet ass." <laughs> she started laughing so hard. Um, anyway, gig's great. Next day, I get home. I get home at like two. I nap. <laughs> I go to a gig in Coburg. That's a haul. Oh, buddy. Like I've got from God. Uh, what is it? Godrich? Sounds about right. Godrich to Coburg. So I'm in Coburg. I headline a show there. I have to hustle to get back to a show for midnight in Toronto. <laughs> you can't. did a show in Coburg and <laughs> Toronto? Because I can't say no, right? That is insane. We're getting a ride back. So uh, my buddy's driving me back, right? We're like, and I'm late. Okay, because the, the first show ran long. We're driving in from Coburg. Like, nobody did their time. Like, I'm just scrambling, right? Anyway, I um, I changed in the car. Why did I change? Because after I'm going to do this midnight gig, I'm going to a rave. <laughs> so, so I, the disappointment on your face I is I mean, brilliant. it's just, it's, I understand. It's, so, it's just so much. It's so much, dude. So I, yeah. So then we're driving back. I'm so fucking late. Does this guy pull over four blocks away from Comedy Bar? We're four blocks away. And the guy that's driving me looks at me and says, I've got a shit right now. He pulls over the car and runs into an alley. And I'm sitting there going, what is happening? I am screaming, right? So he gets back in the car like five minutes later. We get to comedy bar. I do my set. I go to this rave. I wake up the next day. I'm supposed to be hanging out with somebody. And I'm like, listen, I want to have a chill day. I was like, I'm, I'm, I, I danced till 5 a.m. I got home at six. I, after doing two kicks, I need to rest. And then they text me. They're like, yeah, but, uh, got tickets to a Raptors game. You want to go? And I was like, I'm getting dressed. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's a fun-filled weekend, though. Oh, it was it was awesome, but I need I you need, need to, say no. to learn how to say no. <laughs> <laughs> also, if we've learned anything, I will come to a rave with any of you. So just let me know. Yeah. There we go. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Say no. Treat yourself. Like take care of yourself. Um, I've got uh, I've got a bit of a more of a. <laughs> this is a weird villain. To me. This is definitely a villain. Mm. But um, so by my house. There is a business, like a like a mom and pop shop or whatever. And a couple months ago, they threw out a safe. Okay. Like a like a like a safe, like in the back room, like open it up and there's like, like money a bit like a big boy. Like a big boy safe. Oh, okay. Right. And they like I guess it's refrigerator rules. They took the door off of it and they put it out on the curb. Is and that a refrigerator rule? Yeah, so kids don't get stuck <gasps> in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to take the oh. doors off. Uh, oh, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that was uh, going to be the answer. I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! Um, anyway, so I was. So they put it out, and this is like months ago, <laughs> and it's been sitting there for months. Okay. And it's just been filling up with water and freezing. It froze all winter. Oh, because it's, it's the door it's up. up right, door up, oh, and the door is off. It's like okay. a little hole. It's like a little circular hole, and like the water is just going in there. It's filled with trash and water, and it's freezing, and it's just sitting there on this the curb next mm-hmm. like right on Danforth a major <laughs> street in Toronto and it's just been there for months and i just i walk by it like almost every day and i'm just like oh this is this is like the perfect size problem that it's never going to be solved you know what i mean like it is uh, an indi- like it's too big and heavy for any one individual to be like this is bugging me i'm going to deal with this right like a garbage man isn't going to come up and just like throw it in the truck cuz it's a fucking safe right yeah. but it's small enough that it's not bugging anybody it's not like in the middle of the sidewalk it's mm. like off to like the side next to like a hydro pole or whatever and i was just like so like there's never going to be community outrage about this and like the city's not gonna like hear about it and come and get it. And I was just like, just just the idea of like this is going to be a problem forever because it's too small for bureaucracy to take care of, <laughs> and it's too big for an individual to take care of. And I was like, well, this is I don't know. It's just 
theoretically mm. so fascinating to me that this safe like someone's gonna come along and they're gonna plant flowers. I was in just it about to point. say. I yeah. was like, yeah, that's the solution. And I then think it's gonna become like it's a thing, a, a landmark on this street, just because somebody, the business, got rid of it, put it to the side of the street, and they're like, well, our work is done. And now it's like that car in Kensington Market. I was that just had about to say. I was thinking it. about it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, because nobody dealt with that ever, so it just grew flowers. And I was just like, I don't, I. I don't know what it is, but it's like it says something about society that there is a, a level of problem that is unsolvable. Because it's two in the middle. It's two it's in the two middle. It's two nobody's problem. Like we'll solve world hunger before this safe gets moved. You know what I mean? So funny. Anyway, that's my villain of the Hell week. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that does it for us this week on the podcast. Where can people find you, Rebecca? As always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. And you can follow me at Craig Fay uh, Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram as well, and CraigFay.com for show dates. Hell yeah, guys. And next week, uh, we it is audience choice next week. So we will be covering uh, War Games with Matthew Broderick. Uh, it's going to be certainly as long as this episode if I think <laughs> if I can foresee that <laughs> anyway um, yeah guys uh, so we're going to be covering that, that next week and uh, this is The Villain Was Right reminding you to not eat pieces of shit for breakfast <laughs> The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network for more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.